Hey everybody, welcome back to My Life Has Destiny podcast. We are here tonight to give y'all, I want to say part six of Life Before Salvation. We've been doing it all month long. We are super excited to have our special guest with us tonight. Um, uh, I tell y'all. I could tell y'all a lot about her, but I'm a little tell it on the tell it herself. But uh, all I want to say is, y'all, please welcome Pastor Lisa Blake. She is a awesome woman, as you can see. I like her swag, y'all. She always like that though. But um, tonight we we gonna go straight into it. We not even gonna wait. We we've been digging straight into the word all month long. I I can't wait to see what she's gonna talk about, where she's gonna come from. Last week, we had Pastor Marcus on, and he talked about how um, salvation is majorly important. Um, and he gave, you know, a little bit of his testimony before he got saved or while he was while he was saved and what was going on in his life and how things were not adding up to the way he wanted them to, to be. And when he realized that he was not saved like he thought he was. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, a lot of us find our ourselves there where we we thought that we had a relationship with God, but we knew of Him, we did not know Him yet. Mm-hmm. And and that's a place where you know, in that time when you see yourself there, that's the time where you're you you can grow and get closer to God, and He can start to uh, mold you and shape you in in the way that He wants you to be. You you get an opportunity to see. Um, exactly who you are and you see yourself. Uh, When it was my time, you know, um, I always ask him to show me me. You may not always like what you see when you look in the mirror, but at the end of the day, you got to face it at some point, right? So, So what we do is our podcast is pretty much based on, we like to uh, let people know, we just want you guys to heal. We want y'all to to feel free. We don't want nobody to be heavy, burdened down and bogged down with anything because you don't have to be. And just know that your relationship is your relationship. Nobody else can walk the walk but you. And just know that it does not have to be um, overly informal as formal as some people make it. Your relationship with God is your relationship with God. Your close time and your intimate skin to skin time, which is your skin to skin time with him. Just learn how to love on him and he'll love back on you. He's already doing it. So this is the time for us to get back to the basics and return to our first love. Get back in prayer mode because a lot of us have fallen off and slacked off in that area. And just just build ourselves back up. I mean, during this, this so-called pandemic, a lot of people have fallen off from the things that they knew spiritually and they have allowed the natural things to overpower them and overthrow them and throw them all out of whack, you know? So this is not the time for that. This is not the time for giving up. This is not the time for giving in. This is not the time for throwing in the towel. This is the time where you should be able to group up with somebody who's a little bit stronger than you if you got to and and just say, look, we can make it we can do this thing. You are not alone. You don't have to feel that way. And just remember that if you are already in a place or position of leadership, um, there's nothing wrong with being fed. 
you know, leaders need to be fed too. They pour out a lot and mm-hmm. they need to be poured back into sometimes too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, if you understand the role of leadership and how it works, your leader pours out a lot to you, into you. And sometimes they may not tell you. And a lot of times, often than not, they need somebody to pour back into them and there's nobody there sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to to understand that your leaders are human, just like you are, and just like you have a need, so do they. Mm-hmm. So we also are here to to build up leadership and always give them encouragement because we always want to see them keep going. We always want to see them flourish in ministry, and we just want to see people make it. We are all about people. So, you know, we, we love people. We love the things of God. And we have uh, had the opportunity to see and watch God move in some miraculous ways since Amen. the end of 2020, especially since the beginning of the year done came in. Um, I, have, I don't have no complaints. I can't talk about nobody else. Um, everything may not be the way I want it to be, but I still ain't got no, no complaints and no regrets either. So, right. um, you know, I, I am thankful for where God has placed me. I'm thankful for the fact that he is just a keeper because he don't have to be. And I mean, it's, it's gracious to be able to wake up again every day and try to be better than what you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, welcome you, Pastor Lisa. Thank you for coming on tonight. Uh, awesome to see you always. And we are so excited to have you. So so thank you for accepting Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for inviting me. You're welcome. And so everybody, y'all already know my sister slash she wants to call herself my co-host. That ain't what I call her. Y'all know who Q is. <laughs> y'all know who Q is. <laughs> so, look, we're going we to play um, Secret Place by Shekinah Glory. And then after that, we're going to get straight into it. All right. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, 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 I,
to the garden alone. I go past the gates. I want you to take me beyond the courts. All right, you guys. That was Shekinah Glory Secret Place. We do not own the rights to any of the music that you happen to hear tonight, so we do want to let you guys know that. Um, again, like I said, we are coming with part six of Life Before Salvation. Um, you know, the Lord dropped it in my spirit earlier today, um, and he was talking about how there's so many people who are spiritually malnutrition and they don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. That you 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 have fallen off so bad that you are lacking the one thing of substance that you need the most. You give all of your time and all of your effort to mm-hmm. everything else, but your spirit is lacking what it really, really needs. Your spirit is your spirit is going mm-hmm. unfed. 
It is not being fed in the, in the way that it should be. You are not feeding it. It's not that you are not getting fed from elsewhere. It's what you're choosing not to feed your spirit on yourself. It, it's the things that you are choosing to allow um, into your gates. It's the stuff that you are allowing yourself to be open to um, and, and things of that nature. When he dropped it in my spirit, I was just like, ooh. You know, you say ouch for a second because you just be like, wow, you know, like what what is it that I'm not doing? What is it that I need to do? What is it that I should be doing um, that I've slacked off on? And you always say, you know, Lord, uh, allow me to have an opportunity to fix it. Allow me to have an opportunity to make it better. Some people feel like they they're going to always have that opportunity, but you don't know what your your tomorrow's not promised. You know, a lot of mm -hmm. people feel like, oh, I, I can change it tomorrow. I can fix it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Fix today what you can fix today. You fix right now what you can fix right now. You mm -hmm. don't wait until tomorrow because tomorrow may never get here. You right. know, so you don't want to live a life of regret when you could have done something about it and you chose not to. So tonight we, we are going to get fed by Pastor Lisa. We are over here with pen and pad. We are ready to go. Uh, and we're waiting to see what nuggets she's going to drop on us, you guys. So, Pastor Lisa, you got the floor. All right. Let me ask one question, though. How do how do we share share this? You know, I'm not all. OK, so if you're if you're logged into your Facebook, <laughs> if you're logged into your Facebook right now, you click on where it says that the, the video is already live and just hit share. Okay, let me see. Because we have all, we've shared it on every page that we have, all the pages that we manage, and uh, all the platforms that we have. So I don't see. It. I'm gonna go. I went to your page. It was I didn't see it up there. Okay, it should be it. there. It should be there now. And okay. it's also and it's also in my story. Okay, let me see. I don't see it. Okay, it's, it's I, I can. It's in my story, and it's also on my actual page. I can share it and send it directly to you. Okay, I think. I just yeah. yes. I was trying to get to it. On. Or you you can also go to Trailblazers Radio okay. and share it directly from there. Okay, let me go to Trailblazer. Okay, I see it. And we already have people <laughs> typing in questions for you, yeah. Pastor Lisa. Y'all got some. <laughs> we didn't even get started good yet. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. they, they ready. Life, uh, life before salvation, honey. I'll turn this show out. <laughs> they ready. They I'm ready. ready. They ready. They ready. They say on a thousand all the time. They ready. So, okay. Let me see. I'm gonna share and share to. Okay, and then I'm put it up there. That way, I can pull in some of share to my news feed. Okay. 
that's what I was trying to figure out while I was looking, but I couldn't. I didn't okay. see nothing. Okay, and then I'm gonna post that. And then I'm gonna make sure my mic is turned down. And then while you're doing that, I'm gonna go ahead and read her question for you. And if okay. you want to go ahead and answer that before you get started, you can. She wants to know what can she do to get stronger in her journey or her walk? She's at a place now where she's ready to surrender. That's a good place to be because it's not until you're ready to surrender that you would actually surrender. And even in being ready to surrender, you know, um, life will still come. You know, things are still happen in life, but you have to be ready. We force, we force people to do things. We, we, we force people to come to church. We force, we force God down people's throats, but it's not ultimately until they're ready to digest what it is that God has for them far as the meat of the word or just eating the word of God. So if she's ready to surrender, you're absolutely in the perfect place because what you're saying now is I'm tired. Okay. I done done everything in my might. I done done everything in my power and I'm tired. And until you realize that it's not in your might and it's not by your strength, but it's by the power of the God. Amen. You will never, you'll, you'll never su surrender. You know, you have to, your mindset has to be a mindset that listen, I, I done done all I knew how that's, that was my mindset too, before, before. Now, if you want to talk about um, we are we talking about before Christ days, or I mean, be, before the BC or in the BC, because it was some stuff in the BC too, honey. Don't let nobody. Fool yeah, me. I ain't come to fool nobody. Okay. Yeah, we're we're talking about it all. So what we're talking about it all. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you know, before um, you know, before and keep the questions coming, and y'all tell me what the questions is. But I'm just going to share a little bit, so I'll stay on stay on track. Because see, I'll take a question. And I'll turn it into a whole text. <laughs> and and it, it'll be a new sermon. Okay? It's okay. But it'll be a sermon. I'll, I'll make a whole sermon out of it. But initially with me, um, before Christ, I, I'm, I'm going to share, um, I'm going to be real transparent and, and just share and talk about some things. As, you know, your other guests have, I, I kind of took a peek at uh, Apostle Harris's uh Thing and then I think that the pastor Gill or Apostle Gill mm -hmm. uh, took a, just a few minutes that I had. I just kind of looked over it or whatever, and the transparency was awesome. And that's what the church is missing. That's what the church needs. The church needs transparency because people will never get delivered and set free if they feel like there's no rebound from the things that they've been through, from the things that they encounter. You already have people around you making you feel like you know. You, you know, you messed up to a degree where where God can't use you or where God, you know, is not talking to you or God won't promote you um, or God won't bless you because of the things that you've been through or the things that you've dealt with or the past failures in your life. That is absolutely not true. Amen. That that's, is not true. And I was just thinking about it today with me. I was thinking about how my life went. You know, when I was young, um, you know, in my testimony, I was molested at the age eight and then turned and then was raped at the age 12, then was a teenage mother, then was married, you know, going through those things. But it was so strange how at the age of eight now watch, watch how God moves. OK, at the age of eight. OK, 
I was molested. And then at the age of 12, I gave my life to God. Amen. Glory to God. I gave my life to God. Well, I was eight years old, molested. But right prior to me being molested, the Lord called me. And it reminds me, my story reminds me of the story of Samuel because God called me. And when I woke up, I thought it was my mother calling me. So I went and knocked on her door and I was like, mom, mom, you calling me? And she was like, no, I didn't call you. She said, you know, go back to bed. And I went and I laid back down and I fell asleep. He waited until I got back into a deep sleep. I fell back to sleep and then I heard the Lord. He called me again and he said, Lisa, Lisa. And I got up and I went back because I could hear it. It was so loud and clear. I could hear it. And I, I said, I know she calling me and I knocked on her door and she said, Lisa, I did not call you. So we were upstairs in the house and the voice was coming from upstairs where we were because I came out of my room down the hallway and knocked on my mother's door. This time when I laid back down, I just laid there and I said, I'm not going to go to sleep, you know, because somebody's calling me. Somebody's calling my name. And so when I got up, I, I laid there and he said, Lisa. And I said, I hear you, but I don't know where you at. Now, mind you, I'm only eight years old. Okay. <laughs> I, I hear you, but I don't know where you at. Where are you? Because my mom is not calling me. It's not my mom. And all of a sudden, I seen like downstairs, which wasn't nothing downstairs in my mom's house. It was a, like a light lit up the steps. So I jumped up and ran to look to see. And then, then a voice came from up the steps, Lisa. And I was like, yes, here I go. Here I go. You know, and all of a sudden, all I heard was laughter. Like the Lord was laughing, like it was a joyful type of laughter that he was laughing, that I heard his voice and that I was seeking, you know, I wanted to know who it was. And immediately after that, I was eight years old, innocent, innocent and pure, not knowing anything. But right after that experience, and it was a wonderful experience. I, I could tell you verbatim what happened, how it happened, what bunk bed I was sleeping in. And every, I could tell you everything about that night. But it was a year, maybe maybe a half a year later, right after I had that experience, I was molested. And I couldn't, you know, and being a child, you, you don't understand um, you, you, you just don't understand. But as I began to get older, my questions began to be, get deeper. Like, how can God call me at the age of eight and then allow something like this to happen to me that will alter my life and possibly my lifestyle? <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, I was like, I, I heard him, you know, and you, you, as you get older, you begin to grow and you mature and you listen to how people, you know, talk about God and share this experience about God. And so in my mind, I'm saying, I, I heard you. you, you were calling me, but after the call, <laughs> amen, after the experience, after the encounter, I was molested at the age of eight, almost about to be nine. You know, and I could not understand that. But, and a lot of people, you know, think God will allow things to happen. And people are like, well, I just, you you know, you think as a child that you deserved it. You think as a child, could I have prevented it? You know, what did I do wrong? You know, or it, it, it's, you know, 
and you you feel a certain way about yourself you know your self-esteem and you know and and i wanted to say pretty girls suffer <laughs> okay mm. especially if you've been through something as a child people see a pretty face they see a well beat face you know makeup we call it the beat face they see a well beat face they see a well dressed um you know but they don't know what's be what's behind that all the scars and all the mm -hmm. wounds mm -hmm. amen glory to god that you had to go through and the things that you had to deal with so in that it turned my life went a little different i would say um god knows the way that we take mm -hmm. but i don't think the way that i took i don't think i would have took it if my life had a if that had not had happened to me mm -hmm. you know if i if that had not happened to me, my mindset would have been different i ended up being a teenage mother i got pregnant i was i think i was 15 i had her when I was 16, I ended up being a teenage mother. I ended up getting married at 17 and, you know, and married and had another baby and then, you know, got a divorce and stuff and life, you know, and, and relationships, the stability of, of relationships and being able to really trust someone after you've been betrayed and your innocence have been taken away at such an early age. It's hard to really trust people. Mm -hmm. And so because you have trust mm -hmm. issues, you know, it's hard. If you can't trust them, you can't tell me you trust somebody and you love them. It, it, it's absolutely, it, it, it can't be, you know, because that's all a part. You can't, if you can't trust somebody, if you got to be checking everything they do, you know, or looking and, and you know, and, and that, used, that used to be me. I, was, I became the FBI agent. I missed my total calling because when I didn't trust you, I checked you out, you know, I, when I didn't trust Amen. you, I put trackers on you. Come on. When I, uh -huh. you know, that's right. That stemmed from what I went through as a child and how my innocence was stripped away. And I was, I just couldn't trust. I just couldn't trust people, you know, but when I, and as move and, you know, and moving forward, you know, when I began to move forward, I was eight, that happened to me, silence, never told a soul, kept it to myself. You, you know, what comes with that, the threats and, you know, mm -hmm. nobody's going to believe you and, you know, and all that. So, so you're, mm -hmm. you, you're dealing with things inside, you know, of mm -hmm. your, of your heart. And you just like, you got to keep this big secret, mm -hmm. you know? And then, um, so that happened to me at the age of eight, at the age of 12, my mom started going to church. My godmother introduced my mom to this ministry she was going to, and she invited her to come and go to church. And she went to church and I seen my mom, you know, she, she went through some things. She had some hard times, but I seen the life at the age of 12. I seen the life coming back in her. I seen her, you know, her getting a joy back in and, you know, and life, you know, coming back into her and her coming around and I seen it and I wanted it. I was like, I was so happy for her that I want that I wanted that I wanted to be happy I wanted to have an original smile you know I didn't just want to smile and be fake about it I, I wanted mm -hmm. to have that smile and right. I seen that on her and I was like you know I, I want what she want like you know where are you going and then she it made her so happy you mm -hmm. know and then I was like wow okay I'm gonna go with you and I went to church I started going to church with her 
went to church and got saved, gave my life to God at 12. Now he called mm -hmm. me at eight, but I gave my life to him at 12. I got saved at 12 years old it, and I got saved. I got filled with the Holy Spirit. I came up speaking in tongues. They were, you know, praying and, and prophesying over my life. Amen. At the age of 12, right after I gave my life to God at the age of 12 and, and filled with the Holy Spirit, I was raped. And, you know, and, 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 and it's like, it's, this is, you know, I, I thought that I was washed and cleansed from being the eight-year-old, you mm -hmm. know, now I'm here at the 12-year-old and I'm, I, I'm, I'm going, I went through it again. So, dealing with that and i'm like really so when life kept going got married got a divorce he cheated i cheated we all cheated you know we just did our thing you know and being just being out there um all in the strip clubs <laughs> just doing the most you know just just doing the most only thing i honestly can say that dealing with that type of mental and physical abuse I never, I, I never, it never altered my sexuality because I understand that a lot of children that go through things like that, it all, it, it alters their sexuality. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they, they don't want to be bothered with, mm -hmm. you know, with no man and, mm -hmm. and, and feeling all those feelings or whatever. So that was, that was a good thing for me. It, it never mm -hmm. altered my, my sexuality. And so as time went on, I would never say, I, I always like to be in a relationship, but if the relationship, unlike some people, if the relationship didn't go well for me, I exit. I, I learned to be a runner because I didn't know how to communicate. I didn't know how to express what was going mm -hmm. on inside of me and how I felt. And if mm -hmm. I saw any signs of any anything that was untrustworthy i was out and i didn't give you a second chance that it was it was mm -hmm. i was done you know mm -hmm. and so i became a runner which helped me not to really deal with things face you know head on so mm -hmm. later on mm -hmm. moving fast forward got to california like the young lady said i got tired i i just i was i was i was tired i didn't want to be married anymore um I, you know, and I was like, God, life has got to be better than this because dealing with all of that, your self-esteem is mm -hmm. depreciated, you know, mm -hmm. and you're not around people, you know, pe you know, people say, you know, oh, you get compliments from men. Oh, you beautiful. Oh, you got a bad body or, you know, are you sexy? But that's not really what you, that's not really what you want to hear. You know, mm -hmm. more women have given up a part of themselves, a part of their body that they did not want to give up just to be held. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have sex with you. I just I just want you to hold me, mm -hmm. you know, but you end up giving up a part of you just to be held, mm -hmm. just to be comfort, just mm -hmm. to be made or, or have that assurance that you, you know, that you feel OK. That You know, I, I just want to feel safe, you know, mm -hmm. so. You know, you dealing with that and having all of those thoughts about that, you know, moving forward when 
Oh, I, I did a whole bunch of stuff. What y'all want to talk about? I ain't even get ready to front with y'all. <laughs> like I said, you got you got the floor. So what you got, you got the floor, floor. before what, what, you go forward you, my dead question. I'm not saying that people don't keep it real, mm -hmm. but people need to know that there there is life after mistakes. Yes. You know, That's don't right. let nobody beat you down and make you think that what you've done was unforgivable you know it, it, it that's that's not the god that we serve mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. because before the foundation of the world he he, he knew he knew you he knew you he, he predestined you he knew what you was going to go through he knew what mm -hmm. you was going to be exposed to it was only later that i realized mm -hmm. that god i god allowed me to go through everything that I went through so that I can help someone else. But guess what? You can't yes. help someone else until you literally allow God to help you. I didn't That's know it. who would That's who right. would have thought that all of this was for ministry. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, who would who would have thought me going me going through that, not only to even mention that prior to God calling me into ministry, I think Coco, you heard this one, <laughs> prior to him calling me into ministry, like maybe two years, maybe a year or two years to him, which was, and I don't, I've been in ministry pastor for 15 years, mm -hmm. prior to him calling me into ministry, I got, I got um, diagnosed with HIV. Mm -hmm. I tested positive. And I'm like, you got to be, you have absolutely got to be kidding me so i came to a place in that in a in a place of surrender mm -hmm. like lord you know i surrender i i i mean i you know i give up i didn't think and in my mind this is what i'm saying i didn't think that i was that bad of a person but the bible says for the wages of sin is death mm -hmm. you know the gift That's of right. god is eternal life but you know mm -hmm. and, and so i'm like i'm and i'm questioning myself i'm like me you know, me, I'm, I'm, I'm as, as, you know, I never been a, a mean person. I never been a cruel, a vicious, you know, vicious type of person. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a fighter. I'll fight for what I believe. I'll stand for who I stand for and I'll take up for who I take up for, you mm -hmm. know, which is always the downtrodden and the mistreated and, the <laughs> you know, but I, you know, I just couldn't understand. I didn't understand why. You know, and then I got by myself and it was just me and God. It's like, you know what? All bets off. Come on, let's, you know, let's go. I I, I have to, I, I can't, I can't figure this out. I don't understand why me, why do I have to go through all of this? And then the Lord, he was talking to me. He, he said, are you ready now? Mm. Are you ready now? I was in the hospital. Mm. They came and they told me I was hospitalized for a few days. They came, they told me what was going on with me. They, but when they discharged me, they discharged me with paper. They gave me um some prescriptions. It right across the street now is something else, but it was a right aid mm -hmm. across the street from the hospital. They was like, go start taking this, and then Monday, because it was when they let me go, it was like the weekend. So then Monday. Um, you need to go to the health department. So now here it is. My private sin is about to be made public information. Mm -hmm. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. Because uh -huh. it ain't until you're mm. humiliated, <laughs> you know, you mm -hmm. would just say betrayed, okay, denied, 
and mm-hmm. public humiliate, mm-hmm. humiliated that you're even ready for a promotion. Come okay? on now. So mm-hmm. now I got to go across, and I go across the street in the parking lot, and I hear the Lord say, if you cash it in, you'll have what they say. Go home. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to you. Wow. And I'm saying to myself, I got to take this medicine because if I don't, I'm going to die. That's, you know, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to die if I don't take this medicine. You know, they telling me what my counts is and what I got to do and all this stuff. I'm, I'm going to die. So I go home. When I go home, I lock myself in. And the same God that I heard when I was eight showed up in my living room. I was living in Lardell Apartments. Jacksonville, North Carolina. Mm. I stayed in apartment 102. Come on now. Okay. And the Lord told me, He said, Go when I got, He said, You he said, Go home. I want to talk to you. And I sat in that parking lot and I cried and I was torn between leaving to go home. I'm like, you gonna send me home to die. You know, this is what I'm thinking in my head. Or going in and cash it, cashing in what they said that i had or or, Mm -hmm. you know what 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 they saw what they knew so i sat in the parking lot i sat there i cried eventually i got my you know start the car up went home and that's when me and god had it out you know we we had it out and i cried i cried and i boohooed and i boohooed as if i didn't deserve it see the thing about some people is when things happen, you know, you act as if you didn't deserve it. Right. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I was doing my thing. I was clubbing. I was, you know, I was out there. So it wasn't like I didn't deserve it. I, I just didn't think that I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, who deserves that? Anybody that's doing going, doing, going against the will of God, anybody mm-hmm. that's, you know, out there, being promiscuous he said no fornicating no you know all all of this stuff that we do we think we big and bad enough to do but we don't think that there is a consequence behind our actions there are consequences that comes with our actions he says obedience is better than sacrifice and a lot of times we are disobedient so we have to deal with the sacrifice of our uh, or the consequences Mm -hmm. of our actions but i'm so glad yeah, I am so glad that there is a God, okay, mm. that his yes, Lord. only for a moment. Yes, yes. for a moment. Amen. Yes, yes. Glory to God. And when I got home, I got in that house, I started praying. I was crying. I mean, I didn't think a person had that many tears. I was devastated. I, I was just hmm. so broken and I was so devastated. And I kept crying and I stayed home of some days in the dark crying and I was like you told me to come like when I think about it you know my tears are not tears you know like hurt tears they're tears of joy because of what happened but and, and you know when I think about the things that I said and the doubt that I had in my heart you know and 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 the things that I said you know I said to God come on now sometimes mm-hmm. you go you'll be like what in the ham sandwich happened here? <laughs> yeah. you, you, mm-hmm. Talking to him for real, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, ain't no punks up in here, but what? The right, world? you know. And so I'm crying and I'm talking to God and I'm crying out and I didn't hear anything. 
So now I'm mad. You told me to go home. You told me not to cash this in. You told me to go home and you wanted to talk to me and you're not saying anything. And I'm crying. I know my neighbor's probably like, what in the world is going on with her? And I'm like, where you at? You know, where you at? You told me to come home. And then it was like, you know what? Later on, after a day or so, in, in cry, I mean, I ain't go to sleep. It wasn't no sleeping. <laughs> no, it wasn't no, I ain't go to sleep. And I was crying and I laid there and, and all of a sudden, it was like my life rail played back. Mm -hmm. It was a movie rail. Mm -hmm. and, and, and my tears went from feeling sorry for myself to God, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Because now you played the rail back, you allowed me to see myself. So now I see what you saw. Oh, y'all ain't right. Come on now. Come on see? now. Because we think because we do stuff in the dark that God's eyes ain't in the dark, you know? Mm -hmm. so played that rail back, and I was able to see myself, and I began to weep and I began to cry. And I asked God, I was like, forgive me, you know, yeah. for, you know, forgive me of my sins. Forget about who I sinned with, because unlike the woman that was caught in the act of adultery, <laughs> you know, they forgot, they didn't bring who she sinned with. They mm -hmm. just brought her, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, forget about who I sinned with. It's me, mm -hmm. you know, That's it's right. me. And, and then it, it was then in, in that place of brokenness, in that place of hurt, in that place of, you know, just feeling like, Oh my God, you know, and and then I just was like, okay, enough, you know, I, I'm I'm not crying, God, if you want me and you want me like this, mm -hmm. this testimony for the runners, cause he he know how to get you, he he know how to slow you down, don't he? He know how to put you in the hospital on your back. Yeah, I can't talk to you while you're standing up on two. Yeah. I'm lay you on your back. Hey, yeah. Okay. Come on now. Put you in ICU where you can't have that. Come on business. now. Okay. I can't get your attention. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to lock you down. Put lock it. you behind mm. bars where you don't have a whole lot of friends occupying you. I'm going to let you out. I'm going to mm -hmm. free you. Yeah. I'm going to deliver you. Ooh. I'm going to heal you. But you're going to hear what I have to say. Yeah. You, 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 you yes. Me, yes. You know? And so I, I was in that place. I was in there and I was like, God, you. You, I was like, if you want to use somebody like me, you know, if you want to use somebody like me, here I am. No Come more on. running. No more. I, I surrender. Yeah. I, I totally surrender. You know, it's like, and, and if I got to go as damaged goods, you know, at that point, I just felt like the man, the man with, that was sick, he said, if you could, he said, if you will. You know, heal me. It's mm -hmm. not that you can't. I mm -hmm. know that you can, you know, but if thy will, you know, and God, and he did, right. <laughs> you know, if you will. And so what ended up happening was I had to go to the health department and do the, the little embarrassment, the whole, you know, embarrassment and stuff like that. And then back then they wanted to know who you slept with. Mm -hmm. You sitting there like. You know, trying to got to get a list up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Got to get a black book up. You know, and and so you sitting there and you mm -hmm. like, wow. And so you know, you got to go back every before they had to come back every six months. Mm -hmm. And so I, I went, did everything. I called my mom this particular time. I called, I called because I didn't tell anybody. 
I didn't, I was too embarrassed. I was too shamed. Um, based for me, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I just was too shamed and too embarrassed. And so I was sitting there and the, the Lord, he said, call your mom. So I called her. I said, I need you. And she came, she came, she was like, what's wrong? I said, I'll tell you when you get here. Cause I ain't want, you know, her boo and crying and stuff, you know, tra- you know, and traveling, whatever like that. So I told her what was going on with me. And, um, we went to a service one night and apostle Ray Lee Williams was in a revival. And I don't care what nobody say. I'll get to that in a minute. But we went to the revival and he was up preaching. And he, while he was preaching, he stopped. And he said, the Lord just healed somebody in here from HIV. Mm. Before I knew it, I jumped up. All I can tell you, when I woke up, I was up under the drum. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, lay your power. Yes. My mom was laid out in the middle aisle, and I don't even know how I got up. I don't even know how I got in that corner. Up under that poor little fella drums. I was all tangled up in, in, <laughs> in the drums. And I, and I mean, I, I shouted up something because the very next day, I was to call in for my report. I mean, oh, to go for my, and I wanted my mom to be, you know, to be with me. Mm-hmm. And so, um, the lady, I called the lady, you know, because I was, they, she told me call before I come. So I called the lady, and she said, um, you know, people, people in the health field, like some of them are wonderful. Mm-hmm. But you run into some people that should never have the privilege, yes, mm-hmm. or even the title to care for mm-hmm. anybody. Yes, mm-hmm. that you know they 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 don't. The humanity is not there. The sympathy, nothing is is just it's not there. They just they so cruel. I called up there, mm-hmm. and so the lady said, I, "I said I'm calling to find out if my test results is in before I come up there." So she was like, "What's your name?" I gave her my name. She was like, "What test results?" And um, she said, "Well, what test results?" I said, "I only got one." She said, "Well, what's the name of it?" So she wanted me to say it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the whole time. I would never say it. I would never speak it. I would never say, mm-hmm. you know, I'm calling up here for an HIV test. Mm-hmm. I told, I said, ma'am, you got my paperwork in front of you. You know, mm-hmm. she, well, she had it and she was like, what? T-? I was like, you know, and she was like, well, you don't know what test? I said, ma'am, I refuse to say it. Well, if you don't say it, you know, you know what? And I said, you, you say, and I'm not going to say it. Right. Mm-hmm. I refuse to say it because I'm just believing and trusting in God. I believe you'll have what you say. And the reason why a lot of people have what, you know, what's going on with them now is because they say it. They say you, it. It's the mindset. It. You confess <laughs> and you speak yes. over yourself every element mm-hmm. that the doctor That's put right. on you. You know, everything Mm-mm. that they say, they diagnosed me with lupus. I refuse to accept it. I told her I will Mm-mm. not accept it. You know what she told That's me? Right. You'll accept it when your bones start hurting. You know, mm, what, wow. what, is, what is that to say to somebody? But I refuse to accept it. And I had to have a right. system sense. Come on now. That's right. I refuse 
testimony. Confirmation. Whose report shall you believe? I yes. believe the report of the Lord. And then so Amen. when I got when I was sitting there, I was and you know, I wasn't saying up. So anyway, I went on over there. They came, the lady came in and she said, um, they took me in the office, took me back in the thing, and it was like I was some type of um experiment right mm -hmm. they took me in the in the room and um one came in looked at me looked at the paper looked looked at you know all of my my work paperwork and stuff left out came back came back with four other ones so now i'm getting scared you know because i'm like god you said that that man god said you right. told me not to cash in the prescription and that man that god said that i was healed that you had just healed somebody. I was like, I believe my healing, but I'm starting to get scared. You know, the man in the Bible said, I believe, but help my unbelief. Yes, I yes. said, I, I believe you. And I want to take you at your word. I said, I was getting scared because now I'm thinking they coming in there, you know, and mm -hmm. they coming in there and they looking at me like I'm some type of uh, guinea pig. I don't know. And, and some, you know, and I was, I was, I was, I was, I was petrified. You hear me? I was so scared to death. So then, the the other doctor he came while he came in there and he had the thing and um he said well he was like um we i'm looking at this he said um your test came back and he stopped and he looked at me you know playing them head games like mm -hmm. you know the, the devil using you right now uh -huh. he looked at me and he was like well your test came back negative but we trying to figure out what happened mm. uh-huh Okay. <laughs> baffled right now uh, right <laughs> we tried to figure out what happened and i was like what did you say and he said um your your test is your test is negative he said but we want to give you another test you know but but honey let me tell you i was speaking in so much tongues up in that place <laughs> I, I don't even know what the people did to me they could have took blood for a whole bunch of people that day it wouldn't even matter because i'm like bring it on you yes know? go ahead whatever you i'm want, healed go ahead and do it you know my faith has been elevated and, yes and, and then now i'm talking i'm big and bad yes. you know, I'm talking. yeah go ahead right on you know and then they 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 retest me and it came back negative and they said that they didn't understand it so when when i got home you know me and my mom and we i think matter of fact i think we went back to the revival because it's like now you want to be in church you want to be in the presence of god and my question to god was why hmm. why why you know with the lupus why with with the hiv why and he told me he said because i wanted you to baffle them come on now let me tell you something all day long the word of god could be disputed you got people mm -hmm. that could tear the word of god apart and make you not even believe in the word mm -hmm. that you read every day you got yeah. scholars mm -hmm. you got people out there that that's all they do is go through the bible and try to find um you know try to find inconsistencies trying to mm -hmm. find you know you all day long you have that and and and, and that's they right especially a believer versus a non-believer or mm -hmm. an atheist or somebody you know they do that mm -hmm. all day long but you know what the lord told me he said the one thing lisa that they can't dispute 
Mm-hmm. They can't dispute your miracle. You better. That's right. it. Ooh. That's it. That's it. Let them figure that out. Yeah. Let them figure out why your bones is not brittly. You let better them say figure that. Out how you went almost. I mean, come on in now. You let, better let say that. That's right. Out. You can dispute the word of God all day long, all day. but you right. cannot dispute what God has done for right. you. Right. Yes. You can't dispute that. You can't, they so baffled. You know, my mom had a lump um, and, and, and she was nervous and stuff. And I was praying for her and I had a ring on my finger. He used the foolish things to confine the wife. Come on he now. Said, Take the ring off. And he said, give it to her and tell her to wear it for seven days. I took the mm. ring off. I gave her the ring. I said, wear it for seven days and mail it back. Basically, it was really just a point of contact. Y'all, right. y'all, y'all right. ready tonight. Right. It's a point mm-hmm. of contact. Amen. Right. She wore the ring. She put the ring on. She wore the ring. She went back. They had already set her up to admit her in the hospital and uh, for all of these procedures to take place with her. Amen. And when she got to the hospital, prior to her get ready to go you know have them you know they mark you all up do all that stuff mm-hmm. to you right the doctor said i want to run one more test on her <laughs> glory to god and sometimes mm-hmm. if they don't suggest it you might need to suggest it. right you might make you That's might right. need to make that suggestion can you run that test one more time they ran the test they and my mom she called me and she said they sending me home and i said why she said they sending me home to die and i said mom why she said because the, the man told me that when they they had her in a room they had already had a room she had a backpack and everything can i say something to somebody on here tonight unpack your bag <laughs> <laughs> all God, right the hospital stay have been canceled <laughs> unpack your yes. bag. glory to god she oh. had bags back and she said the doctor came in. They said we ran tests. We can't find nothing, Miss Joan. Her name is Joan Blake. She lives in Philadelphia, y'all. We can't find nothing. Amen. Glory to God. And she was like, they said they can't find it. It's not there no more. Amen. I said, yeah. I said, yeah, because God said He was going to heal you. Yes. It's not so much that yes. you know. God just wanted a point of contact now they trying to figure out what happened it was here now it's gone you got a lump on your breast yes. you go back now the lump is gone they seen cancer mm-hmm. through the x-rays through the mris but uh-huh. now it's gone they can't explain where did it go and my daughter same hmm. thing with my daughter my daughter hmm. she had um i can't even remember what's, what's the the medical term for it but an artery had broken her mm-hmm. heart when she was in the air force it it it, it bust really the, what she had they only find it in autopsies they never find it in people that's alive mm-hmm. and she was mm-hmm. um and she was stationed in san antonio they air back to the wichita texas to to the heart hospital and I tell when I tell you, I was the Lord said, you're not gonna get there in time. He said, but there's no distance in the spirit. And when I tell you, I put down some prayer for my baby. Mm-hmm. When she got to, they air backed her when she and put her X-rays and all of her MRIs on top of her for the doctor to look at them. When she got there, the doctor said he wanted to do his own. When he went and did his own. He, you know how they hold them up, mm-hmm. they hold them up. Mm-hmm. It was nothing there. Mm. Absolutely. 
absolutely Look at God. there. And listen, <laughs> I want to encourage somebody today. Yes. God, and, and, and guess what? Healing ministry, everybody don't have a healing ministry. That's but right. What God has shown me and what God has taught me and what God has let, you know, allowed me to see is that even mm -hmm. in the healing ministries, people will come for the healing, but they yeah. won't stay. That's it. That's and it. That's right. Transitional. It's just like the hospital. Mm -hmm. It's That's transitional. It. People come to be healed. People come to be mm -hmm. set free, but mm -hmm. they cannot mm -hmm. sit under that type of anointing. All mm -hmm. uh, uh, y'all, come on. They cannot sit there. It's not my story to tell, but they mm -hmm. don't mind me giving numbers. And I told them one day I'm gonna have them all come up and give their testimony because they said, unlike you. We mm -hmm. are unashamed of what God has done. And in mm -hmm. the ministry, God has healed four people from HIV that have come to New Rivers Ministry. Amen. People try to downplay it. People try Ooh, to God. It, on, But God is most definitely in that place. God did not allow you to go through what you went through for it all to come back void. Yes, God allowed Lord. you to go through what you went through to strengthen you so that you can strengthen yes. your brothers. Yes. Yes. We don't get bitter in the process. That's right. You know, don't give up in the process. Amen. That's right. Okay. But you have to go through the process. I didn't understand that. I didn't understand. Why did I have to go through all of that? Come on. Why did I have to deal with all of this? But the place that I'm in now, the place of God that I am in now, I would not give it up for the world. Amen. And I'll tell y'all something. I was a whole ranch undone. Y'all better hear what I'm telling <laughs> you. Come on now. God <laughs> could deliver me. He could deliver anybody. Come on now. Okay, Come he on. can deliver anybody, and if God did it for me, the one thing that me and God have, the one thing that me and God have is that we, I'm honest with Him. That's it. That's right. I'm honest with Him, and I accepted responsibility for my behavior. That's I it. Accepted responsibility right. for my part. You see what I'm saying? I wasn't going to mm -hmm. play the garden position. That's I wasn't it. passing the book. I mm -hmm. accepted responsibility for mm -hmm. my part. And guess what? Repentance yes. is the children's portion. That's it. I repented. Amen. That's right. <laughs> Glory to God. That's now, it. Just because you might remember when I was swinging on the pole, baby. That's your man. All right. Come on. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's God. it. All right. You come on. That's your memory. It ain't my memory. God said, I forgave you as far as the East is from the West. That's and it. a lot of times, yes. because you have people around you who constantly want to remind you of who you used to be. That's and it. Interrupt mm -hmm. who you becoming. But you need to right. them and tell them you said the magic word. Come used on. to be. You used That's to be. It. Amen. That's people, it. Listen, and don't let, huh. don't let you be doing well. That's it. Mm. Don't don't look good. Don't Come feel on. good mm. about yourself. Come on. All right. Oh, I remember when they used to smoke crack. Come on. You know, be an alcoholic. I remember. Yes. You know, that, that's the problem. You remembering the wrong thing. That's but it. All right. That I serve a God that don't remember. And he said, mm -hmm. and the only time that he that you remember is when you bring it up. Look, that's it. I gotta yes. <laughs> Look, we, we got a person who has who has a question for you. Okay. Their question for you is, why does the church have such an issue with transparency? Because do they still hide and stuff? Mm. 
nobody's going to be trans, you know, they, they, they're still hiding, you know, and, and just like me, you know, in all the things that I was going through, you know, they had nerve to get up on my Facebook and tell me to be quiet. Don't say nothing. No, I'm saying mm -hmm. something. That's right. And I'm not, I'm not going to be quiet. You know, mm -hmm. they, they have a problem and not, and I, I, now I know a lot of my past, a lot of my friends, you know, now is a difference in being transparent than being naked. Right. Because mm -hmm. Jesus took three up with him and they could not handle his nakedness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, you get up there and you start build, talking about um, all these other people, Elijah and Moses and what you going to do for them. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, no, a lot of people, everybody can't handle it. Right. But when you're transparent, basically what you're saying is, I, you know, I, 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 I'm allowing you to see that we are, we are alike. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, they struck you. I struggle in my flesh. You struggled in your flesh. I might have struggled with an mm -hmm. addiction. You struggled with an. You might have struggled. Whatever the struggle is, whatever the issue mm -hmm. is, but the time of cover up. The time of being quiet and not saying nothing. You know, we we we're, we're the church. I first of all, let me tell you something. I love the church. I I love the church. It's the church folk. Come on. Okay. The Come church on. ain't done nothing to nobody. That's it. Christ died for the church. <laughs> that's it's right. The church that's the problem. That's it. The, mm -hmm. the people in the church. church. Okay. <laughs> That play in church. That's it. Okay. And and we and you know people say, well, we we are the church. Yeah, we, we we're the church, you know. It's not about a building, you know, it, mm -hmm. it's not about a building. We understand that, but we have so many people that, that come to they playing. Mm -hmm. And the sad part about it is, yeah, they could preach their butt off, come yeah, on. they could dance their butt off. They could speak in tongues. I don't know who tongue that is. <laughs> you better say that. Yes. Because the truth of the man. When, when, listen, before God, before I went through, and, it's, and, and isn't that crazy that God knows how to get our attention? Yes. Mm -hmm. But before I went through what I went through, and I knew I was changing. I and and, and for the young babes, I you know, I see because they're young in Christ. You know, but for you old heads, y'all still trying to rock and pimp from the pulpit and and mm. and and swing from chandeliers and and all. You listen, <laughs> when mm. when Oprah say when you gonna have an aha moment, right? You know, me when I I went to let me tell y'all something. It had got so bad, and I knew God was dealing with me. I went to church. I, I went and I used to go to church. I used to do devotion. And I would, you know, I would, I would do devotion and I would, if they needed somebody to help sing on the praise team or whatever, 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 you know, one day I went to church, but I had went out that weekend and I was sitting in there and I kept saying, somebody probably seen me out to the club, you know, somebody, seen me. <laughs> you know, and then, and then the devil said, yeah. But if they tell they saw you in the club, that mean they was that in there too. That's it. That's it. That's it. That right there. In that order. Come on now. So, so, you know, 
So he, so he playing with me. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, no, nah, you know what? I'm gonna tell on myself. Mm-hmm. After I got up, I did devotion. <laughs> I told him, I said, I just, I said, I just want to let the church know something. I'm repenting. And you know, I'm repenting to the church. I'm repenting to God. I don't even know why I'm up here saying this right now. But I went to the club this weekend, and before anybody tried to come. And, you know, and, and tell on me, I'm going to tell on myself. I was right. like, I went to the club this weekend, um, you know, and I just wanted y'all to know that. And I just went and sat down. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? Somebody did tell on me. <laughs> I didn't know. I just, I, you know, I, I just had, I had right. that feeling. And so I just start. I told on myself, I was like, listen you know this is this is what it is but when you're in something mm-hmm. you're going to always cover what you in yeah it's only when mm-hmm. you're ready to come out that you'll expose mm-hmm. it that's right you feel me it's only when because mm-hmm. and, and they no no they're not going to be and, and they're not going to be transparent mm-hmm. you know they, they they're not going to be transparent they're not going to tell the truth because they'll they want you to think that they came out of the womb sanctified Mm-hmm. They want you to think that, and 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 I don't care how nobody take it. Take it how you want to take it. The truth is the truth. Everybody before Christ been through something. That's it. That's right. Dealt with something, whether it was a lust spirit, whether it was abuse spirit, whether it was That's addiction right. spirit, whether it was a neglect, right. whether it was a mm-hmm. abandonment. Everybody dealt with mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't met nobody that haven't dealt with anything besides, you know, little and little, little kids come out the womb sick. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, everybody, but it's a perception that they that they have to proceed. And you know, transparency to me, I'm automatically transparent. You know, people be like you tell too much, and I was like, you don't tell enough. Right. <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> because I don't, I, I don't share my testimony and I don't say things for pity. I don't, you know, say things uh, to be dogmatic. I mm-hmm. say when I share and I talk, mm-hmm. I say it to help people, That's right. you know, yeah, I, I can sit up and say holes in the church. Well, I mean, you know, I had my time with, you could say I was a whole out of the church and in the church. Come on, somebody, right. you know, mm-hmm. really. <laughs> And, and so you, you know, but, but it's when the person, when you, when you grow up, you know, and you have the love of God and people and people, I think, and people judge you more when it, I mean, you don't have to be easy or be like mm-hmm. the word is the word all by itself. But when you dogmatic and, and, and you come real hard with somebody, no, you ain't never going to tell them you made a mistake because you don't have no mercy. Mm-hmm. you know you, yeah you could teach you you could come from the word of god and you could teach the word of god but you don't you don't have no mercy you know you That's you right. call you you know you, you you say things you you hurt people feelings and stuff like that but that's only because they don't know they they don't know they don't know your business they don't know what you did last night mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. holiness is right Holiness gonna always be right, but that don't mean you That's always right. hold. That's it. All right. That's it. You know, and it's and and it's just it's just hard. And some people have lived 
a lie, a life of a lie for so long that they believe mm -hmm. that they write even when they not. That's right. Any more questions? Uh, I don't have a question, um, but I do have a comment because I could definitely identify with you, especially when it comes to the molestation. The sin and the molestation, um, being transparent. Um, and a lot of times when you go through all of that, it it's a route to your promiscuity. I can talk tonight. <laughs> yes, being promiscuous. Um, it's a route to you getting in the club, looking for love in all the wrong places, all that stuff. Because I've been there. I've done that. And it, I, I actually wrote a lot about it in my second book, but it hurt so bad. It makes you lose yourself. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like you said, that running spirit, God has to sit you down so he could speak directly to you because exactly. it's easy for us to go to somebody and they giving you what they think is right. And I was going to my pastor who was actually spiritually abused me at the time but I was still going to her for counsel. And it was like, um, okay, this is not right. So I really had to get to know him for myself. I really had to have that faith of a mustard seed, that little bit of faith, because uh -huh. I didn't know who I was. I was messed up and on my deathbed. So it was just like, okay, God, at some point, you're going to have to speak directly to me. Cause I'm ready to take my life. I'm ready to leave here. Enough is enough. And then I had people looking up to me at the same time. And I'm like, how am I ministering to these people? And I can't even minister to myself at this point. I don't have nobody ministering to me. I'm drained, but he took the time to speak directly to me. And I was able to recognize his voice. It's the most wonderful thing in the world to be able to recognize God's voice and knowing that he's taking time for you. My favorite scripture mm -hmm. is weeping indoors for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. That's I right. had to really figure out how long. And joy don't come at midnight as mm -mm. you suppose. Exactly. Mm -mm. Joy exactly. comes the moment that you that's realize it. that God did. Right. Yes. And that's what I was getting ready to say. I had to figure out how long my night was going to be. Right. Your joy can be any time. In my mess, how long am I gonna feel sorry for myself? How long am I gonna allow these people to do this to me? How long am I not gonna take responsibility for my own actions? That's so it. I really had it. My joy was like, okay, it took eleven years, but thank you, Jesus, right. <laughs> I found joy. <laughs> right. So I, I really appreciate you tonight. Exactly. I I enjoyed myself tonight. Girl, please, we can talk about a whole lot of stuff. I got a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> I know, that's right. <laughs> okay, so look, you have another person that says this, Pastor Lisa. They said, um, how is it that other people can see all of your faults, but not their own, especially when it when it pertains to family? Because it's easy to downplay, it's easy to downplay them. And, and the reason why it's easier for them to highlight your faults is because a lot of times people see your mistakes. Mm -hmm. People see what you're mm -hmm. doing wrong and you don't, you, you, but they don't see their own self. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And it, it's just, it's just natural for them. And, and I tell people, sometimes you picked out to be picked on mm -hmm. when people mm -hmm. can tell you about yourself, that means they're watching you. Mm-hmm. 
every everybody everybody has faults but you have people that's that's that is vocal in sharing how you know your faults with you well your mm -hmm. you know, your, your faults is your faults mm -hmm. you know but fault finders yeah. <laughs> fault finders they have nothing they have nothing else to do they they have nothing else to right do. let me tell you something you will have people around you waiting for you to you know you know the scripture but you might say one word wrong you you know how to pray but you might you know pray people sit around and wait for you to mess up so that yeah. they could denounce who you say you are yeah because yeah. they don't want to accept it yeah. so they sit around mm -hmm. and they nitpick and they wait for any little thing about you to tear apart Definitely. you know but you got to tell them i'm well put together right Amen. Right. right i mean you gotta... it, but a lot of times it's easy for people to downplay and point the finger or point out other people's faults. But trust me when I tell you, even though they point yours out and, and vocal about yours, mm -hmm. they know they false. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and sometimes they the identify the day, with yours because they have the same some time with they self. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, you took the words right out of my mouth, Q. I was about to mm -hmm. say the same thing. They they pick out your faults because they see the same thing in them too. So that's right. you know, that's that's what they do. But let me point yours out first. That's that's what they do. Yeah, and right. the same thing. Same thing. You know, it's just like you know, you do something. Somebody do something. You know, somebody do something. Don't want to do something. But ain't nobody going to bust a move until they find out somebody else. <laughs> right. You know, I ain't going to do right. that because you know it's not politically correct. So right. then when you hear that person over there doing it, you know, okay, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but at the, like I said again, at the end of the day. Everybody have at the end of the day, everybody have to deal with themselves. And you can't tell me that them demons that be floating around in your heart and in your head don't self-attack. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. but the problem is the early question was about the transparency. The mm -hmm. problem is I think that people too are have they gave they their actions to God, but they haven't given God their heart. Right. Mm. Right. Right. I agree. I agree. And um, another person said, uh, "Mother, it truly hurts." Um, and then they say, "Yes, I have asked for forgiveness for years and years, and now I have been rejected by my own. So how do I handle that?" And she said, "They don't deal like they don't like to deal with themselves, and don't like to face the mirror." Oh. And don't like to face the face the, the, right. they're looking at themselves in the right. mirror. Okay, read, read mm -hmm. that again, Q. Okay, hold on. Okay. It's another she, part she to it. Like wasn't coming through. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they still okay. coming through. Yeah, it's still a lot coming through. So okay. they said that, okay, so they said that they don't like to deal with themselves and they don't like to face the mirror. And then there's another one about two down from that. And it says, as being a child, uh, we must be able to forgive no matter what. I just don't understand. So uh, I think pretty much what they're saying well, is that they have asked for forgiveness already. People have told them that they forgave them. Even in telling them that they have been forgiven, supposedly, they're still throwing it back in their face. But that's all you can do. Right. 
if if you would if you the perpetrator in any part of it and you ask for forgiveness that's all that you can do whether they accept it or not that's not on that's not your that's not that's your right. responsibility all that's you right. can do is ask for forgiveness now yet would you want them to forgive you yes you know, but if they don't, you have to be okay with knowing that you mm -hmm. did what you needed to do. You did your part mm -hmm. because see what happens is, let me say this. A lot of times what happened is, is if I mess up, right? Mm -hmm. I, if I say I messed up and Coco, I, I, I messed up towards you. Right. Mm -hmm. And at this moment I messed up and I asked mm -hmm. you for forgiveness. And, and you act like you don't want to forgive me, immediately I go back to something you might have did to me five years ago to try to, just, you know, you, you see right. what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. I'll go back and I'll pull something out. Mm -hmm. No, what did it, it, it we, we right here mm -hmm. in this time, mm -hmm. you know, don't bring back the past, you That's know, right. none of that. Are, are you going to forgive me? I'm asking for forgiveness. And mm -hmm. that's all that you can do. That's, and, and once you did that, you have done your part. That's it. You know, right. now I don't know what the situation is and why they wouldn't, you know, why they wouldn't forgive you, you know, because especially if they say, you know, we, we when we talk, we got to talk in two rims, two rims now, because you have mm -hmm. the secular and then you have the salvation. Mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. you have saved and you can't say you love God, but you're walking around with unforgiveness in your That's heart. Right. You That's know, right. it's a, in, in Proverbs, it says only a fool will allow it to lie in their bosom. That's It'll it, kill man. you. It'll eat at you like a cancer. That's mm -hmm. it. You know, but not only that, once you ask for forgiveness and you, as long as you meant it in your heart, when mm -hmm. you ask for forgiveness and they don't still forgive yourself. That's it. Okay. That's and it. You did your part. Forgive yourself. A lot of things that mm -hmm. we have done, whether it was towards someone or against someone, or, you know, if they want to hold a grudge because see them holding the grudge makes them feel like they hold power. Mm -hmm. But once you forgive, and you and you release it in your heart. They mm -hmm. no longer have the power over you. They can say what they want. You That's can't right. stop people from saying what they want. They won't say what they want, but you release them from having that power over you. Because a mm -hmm. lot of people like to walk around being feeling like the victim. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They don't mm -hmm. want to get me because my thing always been. Let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. Family, family hidden secrets. Family mat, family matters. Family mm -hmm. issues. Come mm -hmm. on, let's talk about it. Get it on the table because it's all of those secrets that's becoming generational. Curses. That's it. That's right. That's it. That's right. You know, don't nobody want to tell that um Uncle Bobby Poe, you know, don't you open your mouth, don't you say nothing, and mm -hmm. then then you turn around next generation. He'll mm -hmm. get the same thing. And then when you go try yep. to tell, don't say nothing. He did the same thing to me. Well, I think he needs to be incarcerated. Right. Right. Because right. eventually right. when your daughter come around, he might be old or older don't mean that he still don't have them same desires or that same right. you know don't that right. them same fleshly and it, it just continues the, the cycle just it's continues cycle. on right no no you expose a lot of people right. you know what goes on in this house stays in this house not if it's abusive it's not right that's right right that's right you know not and sometimes them taking advantage of is not right mm -hmm. And sometimes them people that you have already asked to forgive you, you're supposed, you're not supposed to be attached to them anyway, because right. where you're going or the level that God is about to take you, they can't go with you. So right. you ask them forgiveness 
Now you got to move forward and be able to move on with your life. Now you know you won't bring that negative into another relationship, whatever that relationship may be. You see the positive in the relationship and you keep going. Right, but see, and that's, that's it. That again, it goes, it goes back to what we talked about before, that all relationships are not meant to be reconciled. Right. You got a lot of people that, that want to restore something that ain't meant to be restored. Amen. Some some things are not meant to, to be, be restored to a certain point. It don't it, it doesn't have to be restored back to the original intent, but it mm -hmm. can be restored because we still have to be when we talking about we talking now we ain't talking about them niggas in the street. Mm -hmm. We we talking about save people. Right. We talking about save people to a point where you can at least be sociable with them, but you ain't got to let them in your heart space. Right, you know, you ain't got you you ain't got to have them in your company and in your in your house and all of that. And I can't really speak on that because the Lord dealt with me because He was dealing with me on forgiveness at the same time, and He took me back to David and his sons, um, and his son Absalom. The reason why mm -hmm. the war broke out the way that it did is because of David half forgiveness. Mm -hmm. See, Absalom was supposed to have been put to death for killing Amon, but mm -hmm. David did they, they 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 David let him come back. That's right. Okay, Absalom, but David wouldn't let Absalom in his presence, which represents half forgiveness. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And because of right. that half forgiveness, it's like you can come back around. Well, you really were supposed to have been put to death for what you've done, but I'm mm -hmm. gonna let you come back around and, and you and you dwell over there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you dwell over there, and so he 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 became upset and he became bitter because David wouldn't allow him in his presence. So what did he do? You're not going to let me in your presence? Then mm -hmm. guess what? I'm going to build my own army. He stood at the gate and when the men were coming to be recruited or to mm -hmm. submit to the father, the son was at the gate cutting him off. Absalom built his own army. You know, and it's so it, it represents half forgetting. And would it ha happen? Maybe because that that you sow to the flesh, you reap of the flesh. Look at what mm -hmm, he did. Mm -hmm. look, you know, look look at how that whole thing, how that whole thing played out. David mm -hmm. messed with Bathsheba. Mm -hmm. Absalom took his concubines to the roof. Come on, mm -hmm. here, you know. Mm -hmm. And 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 what David did in private, Absalom mm -hmm. did open. Mm -hmm. Up on the rooftop, wide open. Yep. You know, same place, same thing. You know, but. When he when when he killed his son, when he killed his son, and he had to leave for raping mm -hmm. the daughter, mm -hmm. you know, he raped he he raped Tamar and uh, no Amon raped Tamar. Absalom had him killed, mm -hmm. and then he fled. He had to get out of there because he was to be put to death because of what he did. But he ran to refuge. Right. Okay, he ran to refuge and he stayed there mm -hmm. until somebody got David to let him come back. Then when he came back, David wouldn't let him in his presence because he wasn't ready to see him yet. But mm -hmm. that's still it. But it still mm -hmm. created chaos. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like that's right. why I tell people if you listen, if you don't forgive your man, don't let him come back. You can't have forgive. Amen. If, if you <laughs> you can't have forgive somebody, I'm a, I, I'm gonna let you come that's back, right. but I'm not gonna let you mm -hmm. in the bedroom. That's half right. forgiveness. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it it causes it causes chaos when you have forgive somebody, and right. even if they are your enemy, the body, mm -hmm. it, it keep your enemies close. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you know, so you can see right here and don't let the left hand know what you're doing, but you, you know, you keep them close because things inspire, things happen mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. as a son, 
you know, when you really study it as a son, Amos probably never really felt like David was a good father in the first place. You know, my sister got raped and you ain't do nothing about it. You letting this joker ride around, walk around here like nothing's done. But guess what? If you look at it, he reaping, David's reaping what he sold. He wrote a note. When Amon got to the ball, they had a party. When Amon got to the party, sent, um, Absalom wrote a note, said, cut that nigga throat when he get drunk. Mm -hmm. Same way his daddy killed by Sheba husband. Wrote a note to the captain, to the captain. When he get in the heat of the battle, pulled away from him. He's reaping everything that he sold. So we got to be careful what we Amen. sow. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know, we got to be careful what we sow. And so have forgiveness is not a whole forgiveness. I told God, Amen. I was like, you know, I cried. I'm like, I don't mm -hmm. want to forgive them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to forgive none of them. <laughs> That's right. But guess what? It ain't going to do nothing. They don't care. They off doing, off to the horse, off to the the, the, the races. They mm -hmm. doing what they want to do. And you sitting there, your heart heavy, your heart weighed down. Right. It's making you sick. Right. You know, it, it's making right. you sick, you know, and it's like, God, teach me how. Right. You know, right. teach me, teach me, teach me how because I don't believe nothing, you know, except whatever what God calls an abomination. It is mm -hmm. is it, nothing unforgiven. Right. It's, it's, right. it's nothing that you can't forgive someone for. Now, mm -hmm. you know, do do you have to be besties or do you have to you know, rock out with them? Like, no, you know. Mm -hmm. But to be able to see them and not want to knock their head off, yeah, you got to get to that point. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. I mean, and, and again, to, to address what somebody else had said earlier, yes, I mean, you don't, first of all, we, we don't do tit for tat. You know what I mean? Right. The, the tit for tat thing played out a long time ago. I mean, mm -hmm. there, there's no need to go back and forth when it's like that. You you say, you mean what you say and you say what you mean. It, it, it's just that, just that simple. And then yeah. on top of that, you got to realize that hurt people will hurt people. Yes. Okay. If there's somebody hurting and they have not healed and, and they're trying to come across and, and teach you something because they're not in a, a healed space, you can mm -hmm. get hurt by what they're saying. Um, and they don't even realize that they're hurting you because they, they haven't healed themselves. So at the end right. of the day, you can't expect something from somebody um, that you're not dishing out. Right. That you're not even willing to give. You, you, right. you want forgiveness, but you don't want to forgive. Right. right. You, you won't love, but you don't know how to love nobody. And you right. know what? And then the thing about it is, look at God. You know, if if, if you've done something and, and you 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 sincerely repenting mm -hmm. in your heart and you ask God to forgive you, would you want him to be like, no? Right. You know, right. no, I'm not. I'm not forgiving you. Right. You know, for eating the last piece of bread. Come on. You know, would you? But I'm just saying that. But would you? You, you know, and so we, when I, I think about that, I think about the things that I've been through and I've experienced and that I've gone through. And 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 when I try to hold stuff again, because I really do like, I, you know, the Lord had told me it was like, you're going to get rid of all of your petty. <laughs> it's down here on earth because we don't do petty up here, Lisa. And I'm like, you know what, Lord? Thank you. Okay, so because like, I'm talking, I'll be extra petty with it. And I'm serious. I'll be like, mm, you know, but when I think about it, it's like when I mess up, you know, or I fall short, you know, I just feel like God, I wouldn't want you, you know, to to feel that way about me. 
You right. know what I mean? And so that's what keeps that's what keeps me straight. Right. You, do you know I had people stop speaking to me because I forgave people who I mean literally tried to destroy me. Wow. People stopped speaking wow. to me. Wow. You know, and it's it, 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 they 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 did. They 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 was like, I can't believe oh if she forgive them, I'm leaving the church. If I can't forgive you, I'm not qualified to leave. That's right. Right. That's right. You know, and let me, that's, that's a, and they don't they don't understand it. If you did the kind of heart, you know, and I just right. ask God, why you had to give me this heart? <laughs> right. right. Somebody else. Right. But the kind of heart that I have, you know, if I don't I don't have right. that kind of heart. I'm too happy of even in the world. I'm too happy of a go lucky person to right. you know to be hateful and mean. It, right. it takes too much energy. It takes too much thought. You know, but when I did it, I did it well. Mm -hmm. You know, right. I I did it well, but it didn't profit me nothing. Because let me tell you, when you say for real and you love God for real, mm -hmm. when you do people dirty, mm -hmm. or, or or you or, or or you feel like now nah, I'm gonna say when you do people dirty, but when you call yourself getting somebody back or or getting yes. somebody something, you don't you the only one feel bad at the That's end. That's it. Right. Somebody done something to you and it wasn't warranted. And you flipped all the way out on them, and then after you flipped out, you get by yourself. Don't yes. a gospel song come on. Yes, you'll be like, <laughs> right. Every word of that song right. belong to you now. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, you you like really? Did I just did I just do? You know, like you wasn't even you wasn't even worth my peace. Right. Right. You know, you what you wasn't worth my peace when we all worked up and, and, right. and go there with you and then you and, and then be, because of your heart. You right, know, right. It's like your your heart is just like God, you angry for a moment, but then we have to be careful in that moment what mm -hmm. we allow come out. Right. I just you right. know, over the years I just realized that my words are powerful. Amen. Say that. You know, yeah. and I so I have to be careful what what I say, and I just and I try, and I and I don't know about nobody else, but signs and wonders follow those that believe, and God That's always right. forewarned me when something is about to come my way, and mm -hmm. you know what? And a lot of times I stop and I say, uh, uh, mm -hmm. nope, you won't get a cuss out of Peter's sister today. <laughs> come on now. And, and there's yeah. another comment up here, um, mm -hmm. but I want to address it. Um, Sister Linda, you talked about it's your children, and um, basically they took somebody else on as a mother. This is real personal to me, but let me encourage you. Because yeah, my I'm children... A, I'm going to move off this because I'm sorry to interrupt. My phone dying. I'm going to get a plug. Keep talking. I can hear you. <laughs> my children were manipulated for years. Their father, I was married to for 11 years, is a narcissistic abuser. And so is their grandmother. So they manipulated my children for years. And he was doing a lot of things that were inappropriate, very inappropriate. And I seen a repeated cycle when it came to my kids and they was mad at me. And he was a he was a liar, too. So when I would tell them certain things was going on, he would lie and they believed him and they stopped talking to me for a long time. And I was like, okay, God, you're going to have to expose some things so that 
our relationship can turn around. In the midst of this, I allowed them to do whatever and I did not try to retaliate. Once I repented, it's no longer in my hands. Now it's in God's hands. I had to turn it over. So in me turning it over, the same parent that I told <laughs> this person, I told the mother of the 16-year-old that my husband was messing with that girl and had been for a long time, mm-hmm. got pregnant when she was 19 by him. So I'm telling you, God will expose some things on your behalf. Thank God for the other mother that's taking them on as a nurturer. But see the positive and the negative. Don't don't hold resentment. Don't hold a grudge. Don't retaliate. But trust God on your behalf. And he'll do it for you. Just turn it over. And just trust that he's going to protect you and your children. Y'all will have a relationship. It's not over until God says it's over and it ain't over. Exactly. I was trying to see you who who what else did read that comment again? The um, the one she just read? Yeah, the yeah from you said Linda. Yeah, yeah. um hold on, I gotta go back and find it. She's not going to go into the situation is the rejection is from her children and they have what seems like they took someone else as their mother. I tried to make it right the best I know, but only I be slander across Facebook and other people. I do pray and continue to love them. Right. And that's that, you know, and that's, that's, um, it's a form of rejection, but the thing about it is this, the best thing that in that situation that you could do, cause her situation is a little different from yours, Q. The, the best thing that you can do is call a family meeting. See, a lot of times everybody everybody's point of view or mm-hmm. everybody's way of viewing things is totally different. Mm-hmm. I would right. call a family meeting and I would get a mediator mm-hmm. and I would come together with my children mm-hmm. and we will talk this out. You don't need Ayanna Van Gang. Right. Right. You need Lisa. Right. Right. <laughs> Amen. Right. Because I ain't going to leave you half story told, okay? Right. No, mm-hmm. you need to come. The Bible said come together and reason That's it. with Amen. one another. That's but it. this is what I also say to people. When you come together as a family, when a family is feeling like that, you know, is being dismantled or it has been, you know, dismantled, there's a reason. And mm-hmm. so you have to come together and find out and be willing to hear each other out. That's mm-hmm. right. And it. be willing to allow every one of your children to speak their truth as well mm-hmm. as you speak your truth. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now, and I'm saying that I don't know if that's my friend or not, because I can't see the comments, but Linda I'm saying, it, don't, it doesn't account. matter even if it is, but mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. And allow truth to be spoken. You know, you, I, I watch, and every reason I said Ayana, because I, I watch older people, you know, the, the, the young girls or, or the older women, they become women and they have children and they want to have a relationship with their daughter, but they don't know how. Right. Because they never had one with their mother. Sons mm-hmm. want to have relationships, you know, with their father, but they don't, with, with their sons, but they don't know how, because there was nobody right. 
around to, to, to teach or, you know, from them to mimic from or to learn from, you know, but mm -hmm. family, you know, family is all you got. Fam you know, you, you could choose your friends. You, you, you can choose, mm -hmm. but you can't choose your family. This is who mm -hmm. God gave you. And I tell everybody, I, I, I say this, not just the family. I say it to married couples as well mm -hmm. or, or couples that's dating allow them to tell you their truth it don't necessarily have to be your reality but right. it's their truth it's their way of thinking you know um thinking things why did they feel the need to take on someone as a mother you know you know what happened these are the questions you got to ask what did i not give you what did i not mm -hmm. do or what did i do to you you know or how and at the end of the day how can we make this better Right. What can Amen. we do to resolve this? Because you don't want this to be a generational thing, you know? Right. And so in any, in any situation, people will feel uh, abandoned. I, I, I used to suffer from abandonment issues, but I mm -hmm. replaced my abandonment issues with, you know, I had a shoe fetish. You know, because you try to fill the voice, you laugh. Mm -hmm. right. But you trying to fill, because you trying to fill a void. You, you don't you know, understand. Because my my dad wasn't my even. I, I'm as much as I'm a daddy's girl. My dad left us. I think I might have been six when my mom and dad separated. But that was my heart, and always been my heart, and always will be. Rest in peace. You know, mm -hmm. will be my heart. But I'm a, I, I'm, 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 you know, I was just a daddy's girl. Mm -hmm. But you have to, you, you know, you have to allow people. This is the thing: people don't want to hear what the next person has to say, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And you know, and I'm like, well, and then, and then it becomes an argument because one thing we don't know how to com effectively communicate with mm -hmm. each other, right. even in the black community we yell we argue don't be a community mm -hmm. where you got 10 siblings yeah. I, I used to go visit some of my friends and they got 10 15 siblings eight siblings they all talking at the same time i try i just i just locks out i shuts down right and i locks out but guess what everybody in that room heard everybody, everybody. Mm -hmm. and to me it's dysfunctional Right. But to them, it's, 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 it's the norm. So mm -hmm. what looks or feels dysfunctional to somebody else mm -hmm. looks and feels normal <laughs> to you, to, mm -hmm. to, to, to you, you know. Mm -hmm. But me, that's what that's what I would do. I, I would call a family meeting mm -hmm. and hopefully, you know, with prayer, with, you know, with prayer mm -hmm. and with, you know, mediators and counseling, I would call mm -hmm. a family meeting and I would get my children together. And especially because you, you got to, you, you, they, you, they, your children, you know, right. you got to long for them. I know they long mm -hmm. for you. You got, you, mm -hmm. you know, and just don't let the enemy, don't right. let the enemy, you know, that, that he's, he's been after the family from the beginning of yeah. time people think that that way ain't thinking about you yeah mm -hmm. he ain't he ain't thinking about you he his focus and his concern is on the father but he knows how to affect the father's children because mm -hmm. he wants a reaction out of the father even if it's just right. a, a little stop it he right. don't care mm -hmm. long as he gets something right you know and if i could dismantle your family 
you know, mm -hmm. I could dismantle the call of God that's on your life, the mm -hmm. mantle that's supposed to fall, you know, the the the, the things that they supposed to do. I could yeah. disqualify all of that. That's it. Right. And she you said know. she is your friend and she tried not talking about it in your yeah. presence, but the podcast has truly blessed her. And I oh, totally I, agree with you with the meeting because um, yeah. I had to allow my daughter to open up, truly open up and say what she felt. But right. in that, we was able to repent to each other and mm -hmm. forgive each other. Right. Yeah. And, and not, not only that, like I said, I totally agree because Q knows I just recently had a situation like that where me and my sister sat down and had a conversation that we have not had in years. And right. um, when you have the conversation, there was a lot that came out that she never knew about. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And when it all hit the fan, it was like a big blow to her. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because she never knew that a lot of stuff had been hidden and thrown under, swept under the rug. You, you know, you didn't want nobody to know a lot mm -hmm. of a lot of what stays in here stays stays home. You don't tell nobody outside the street, you right. know, or nobody's going to ever know because I don't want nobody to look at us a, a strange, those mm -hmm. types of situations. Right. And, and at the end of the day, you always have to address the root cause. Mm -hmm. If you don't get to the root cause of the problem, you, mm -hmm. you just talking to be talking. Exactly. So you got to get to the root cause of the issue. And exactly. once you address the root, that's it. And listen, let me tell you, life is just too short. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and you you look at all you know all the years y'all could have you know you you could have been and it could have been you know right. and 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 you you lose that right right you lose that time you know it's just like all, all of the years like my my si i love my siblings every last one of them yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love you know. I I, I love my siblings. You know, it's a it's a quite a few of us on you know my on my dad's side, right? But you know, and some and it's but yeah. I, but I'm glad she's. I'm you know. I'm glad she said what she said. I'm glad because right. you know, sometimes you just have to. And 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 the truth of the matter is, the truth hurts sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like the way. When I look at and then we got to go. I got to go, y'all. I am dog tired. Y'all, y'all just don't understand. I'm All tired of us. sliding in like old Eddie King. Right. I, I was gonna do my hair and get dressed up and come up here, y'all. I literally I end up throwing on a baseball cap. I still got my clothes on from work. Listen, but you know, you 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 just be surprised though how kids, you know, how kids really recognize and how kids really know this stuff and you would mm -hmm. never think like with my grandson you would never think that the things that he talks about at the age of four that mm -hmm. he would even it would be in his heart mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and i remember i posted a video um last uh, the summer um i posted the video up where you know he was he was he was a little upset and he told me he wanted he was he was gonna get rid of all of us. <laughs> he was like, I mean, he was three then. He was like, I'm getting rid of all of y'all. Mm -hmm. I, I said, what? He said, I want a new grandma. I want a new mom. I'm getting rid of all of y'all. But at the end of the day, I was like, really? I said, Jane, I'm like, what did I do? You know? But he's like, I'm getting rid of all of y'all. But at the end of the day, in that conversation. 
you would never thought that he would recognize, you know, that his sister had more family that was reachable and touchable than him. You know what I mean? His, you know, his sister was able to talk to, you know, talk to her dad, talk to her dad's mom and stuff like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so then the reason I'm saying that is because we were talking about this. And so it's like, what is really brewing inside of him? Mm -hmm. What at four years old, what is he lacking? Mm -hmm. What is he not getting? Do he feel mm -hmm. like she's favorite? So his thing was, he said, then this is what he said. I don't want to get rid of you. I want to add another one of you. Mm -hmm. So what he was trying to do was take his sister, because his sister has all of these grandmoms. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So he wanted all of these grandmoms too. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's, I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, you don't know what people internalize. This is a four-year-old. Right. So mm -hmm. if a four-year-old is internalizing this, what do you think adults do? Right, right, right. Right. You know, how do you think adults internalize that? So, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, and I mean, and so and we and we grown. So we have our own perception. Mm -hmm. We have our own mind. But mm -hmm. I know one thing. It all starts when we're young. It all starts mm -hmm. when, when we're little, when we're little kids. Yeah. You know, and some, sometimes you got to revisit it and, you know, clean, what you say, sweep it up, sweep all that dirt Ooh, up under the carpet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lord have mercy, I had to get rid of some carpet. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, tear it up. Yep. Yeah. Yes. You couldn't sweep no more dirt up under that carpet. You had to throw that one out. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed y'all tonight. I'm just being yes. I yes. tired, and I didn't think I was gonna make it, but I did. Well, I, I like I said, we so appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Guys. Always love you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for coming on. And uh, please, before you go, please tell people how to find you, the name of your ministry um, and things like that. Okay. Yes. The name of the ministry is New Rivers Ministry. We located at 1277 Freedom Way, Hubert, North Carolina, New Rivers. And I'm Pastor Lisa. <laughs> All right, you guys. Like I said, uh, um, if you guys are in the Hubert area, please look her up. I promise you, you won't be disappointed and God will meet you in the building. So and I'll look better. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what is your service time? We do, we're doing, um, Thursdays. We we're live on Facebook. Mm -hmm. We're, we're, um, we went from life class to matters of the heart. Okay. Um, every Thursday night on, um, on Facebook Live, and then every Sunday morning from 10 to 11.30, we're in the sanctuary. Okay. All right, you guys. So you heard it. We'll pin it to the video so you guys can see it. And if you guys want to reach out to her, I will pin all the information for you to be able to find her in the right. ministry. So, uh, again, we thank you guys for coming on with us. It's been another great night. We pray that everybody be blessed. We, we hope that everybody could take something away from this i mean even though we talk about it all the time we still took something different again tonight oh, yeah. so um uh again thank everybody for watching with us we love y'all thank you for support oh and we reached almost six thousand viewers y'all so um keep it coming keep it coming we love y'all thank you we couldn't do it without you so again pastor lisa we love you have a blessed night get you I some rest because I, <laughs> I know we're going to bed too. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> right, we all tired. I know I'm going and to bed. And we will be back tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. So you guys meet us here tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. And then we'll be back again on Wednesday and Thursday. And Thursday. Yes, we're you closing out this what? week, Life Before yeah. Salvation. Because people need to talk, like, you know, people need to talk it, talk it out. People, you know, people need to talk. Talking is important, too. But I want to say this before we go and then I'm going to be done. I'm, I'm going to go. Um, my, te you know, my testimony, you know, some of it was my before, you know, before Christ, in Christ or whatever. And sharing that just to let you know, no matter how bad you messed up. No, no matter, you know, how, you know, bad you think it is, God can always take something bad and make something good out of it. Because all yeah. things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. So it ain't yeah. just, you know, yeah. all of that. It's just the product of what was all of that. What was meant, what was meant or what have, can I honestly say that? Yeah. You women are, you you guys are in, in the audience we are survivors because yeah, what we live through people died mm -hmm. from right that's right you know people killed themselves over you know the right. magic take medicine i don't take nothing right right <laughs> you know right because god is magically delicious come on in now come on now Amen. but we 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 live through it so you know just know that it's it's no mess up no nothing that you that you could possibly do that God won't fix if you let him. This Amen. is the product. We're products. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, of a mess. Don't be lying. Amen. <laughs> Come on now. You know, but he knows how to make a mess look good after a while. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. As Pastor Harris said, uh, he turned a mess into a message. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a master farmer. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, he's he, a master farmer. He knows he can cultivate to some some stuff now. Yeah, he know how to grow good crop. Amen. So again, we love y'all. Y'all heard it, and and like I said, we we pray that y'all stay blessed, and, and y'all yes. have a great night, and have a great rest of the week until we see y'all again. All right, tomorrow good night. night. Good night. All right.